1: honored and excited to be connecting in with you on the author's journey where we have the opportunity to speak with amazing best-selling authors, pull back the curtain, and really know what it's like to bring your book forward, to launch it, to have it received as a bestseller, what goes into creating the book and then bringing it forward to impact so many people. So excited to have you joining us. Looking forward to our conversation today. We are talking with one of the authors of an international best-selling book that was released in June. So just um, earlier this summer. And he's going to be sharing what it was like, what the um, journey really held, and surprises and things that were learned, and just things that he would recommend on your journey to support you, as well as kind of the inside scoop of why this book was created and what he and his co authors were hoping to achieve in bringing it forward. And we're going to get to talk about that. So, welcome everyone. Excited to to have you joining us? Let's take a breath so we come become centered. Breathe in deeply. I hope you have your pen or pencil or favorite way of capturing information ready to go because we are here for you. This is an opportunity from you to learn from experts in the industry in the field. People have successfully brought their books forward and impacted people, um, and and reached enough people to hit that best-selling level. So I'm really excited to have you all here. I do want to make sure, though, that you're fully present, mind, body, soul, and spirit, and I encourage you to be open. So as you're taking that breath, this is a time for you to be poured into and receive. Hearts, eyes, spirits open, ready to receive. And as you are Coming, becoming centered, I call it becoming centered and really present, let me introduce our guest to you. His name is Jeff Drew. He is an international bestselling author, award-winning international speaker, founder of the Think Our First Responders program that started in St. Louis, Missouri, and is currently in the process of expanding to a national level. He is the director of the of PGA Reach, an organization that seeks to positively impact the lives of youth, military, and diverse populations. He is passionate about making a positive difference in the world. Will you please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful Jeff Drew to the show? Welcome! Yay! Yay!
2: <laughs> hey, uh, no, thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, It's uh, actually PGA, the, the Pro Golfer Association. And uh, that is a great program. I give a lot of kudos to the PGA. But I would be happy to tell you what is the process that I went through with my dear friends, David and Stuart Clark. Mm -hmm. Uh, They honestly could not have done it without all three of us being it together. So I had an engine behind me to work with, which was a big asset. But I can tell you, Rebecca, the first thing I did that I thought might have been the seed that planted for this title and for the book was going to a funeral and listening closely and realizing the gentleman that had passed away, I knew pretty much all my life Mm -hmm. and had no idea that he had been in the Battle of the Bulge, no idea that he had met Patton. None of those stories ever came out during his life, and it just made me think, oh, my goodness, can we all live up to our eulogies realizing that what people say after we pass is pretty impactful, and are there ways to do it? And this book is not about eulogies, just so you know. Uh, It's inspirational stories. I mean, we Mm -hmm. do have actual eulogies, but we have a lot of great quotations, and it's really there to encourage one to live a life that will be lovingly remembered.
1: That's Mm -hmm. really what we're trying to do here. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. I'm thrilled to have you joining us and I love how, um, cause I don't think you shared that with me before. So I'm excited to know that, that that's how I
2: was very shy. I probably didn't, but now <laughs> I feel like I can open up to you. <laughs> no, I don't know why I didn't, but I, I should have. But now that we're going through a little different direction here, cause we have people who may want to become authors or are thinking mm-hmm. about it, uh, the first thing David and I and Stuart discussed is, what is your audience? What audience are you trying to reach for? Yeah. And yeah. so on this one, when I'm getting asked on other stations or whatever, I always say it's anyone who thinks they're going to die at some point. That's my audience. So it's okay. pretty wide open. And, well, and, uh, I, and we I, obviously... Oh,
1: no, I'm go sorry.
2: ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's always going to be enjoyed by people of all ages, young and old. We're, we we don't, I mean, if Rebecca, if you say, Jeff, would you be really happy if you just touch one life? And I'd go, no, I'd be so disappointed. We better do a lot better than that. <laughs> I want to touch many. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I hear that answer, I go, oh, that's horrible. That's such a low bar. Mm. We want a much higher one.
1: Well, I love this. And, you know, what's interesting is behind the scenes, um, every conversation we have ever had or every time we've talked about an interview or show coming up or a particular reach, you have always asked me, you know, what's this audience about? What, who, who's going to be there? So I love that not only are, did you look at that for the book and you were thoughtful about who we're trying to reach and had that clear. And it's more than one person <laughs> and you are wanting to, to serve a, a broad audience, but you continue to show up that way and um you know, walk that talk. And I think that's really important for any authors out there or those who are wanting to become authors, really being clear on um, who you're trying to reach and um, knowing that and then writing the book that way making sure it speaks that language. But also when you're sharing about the book, you're wanting it to reach more people and you are being interviewed. I think it's really great to make sure that you're kind of tailoring your answers to the audience that is um, that follows that particular program, it'll give you better connection and more of an impact, which is why we bring the book forward. because <laughs> we want to touch people's lives. So I, I exactly, no, You know, yeah. you stated it yeah. beautifully.
2: And, and what I was going to mm-hmm. add to that, Rebecca, if you don't mind, I was just sure, going to say, because you're giving me that runway. Uh, when I, Honestly, the Clarks had experience, the brothers, they had experience mm-hmm. in writing books before. That really helped me. And one of the things that I thought was really imperative is you have to break up your book into a... Well, in our case, we broke it up into three sections, but you want to try it so you can present it where we wanted you to have this book in your lap, on your bed, at night, or whenever, and it's make it a very easy read, but impactful. So when you pick it up... You can start at any point, and you go, all right, am I going to get something out of this? Yes, you are. On every page, I think there's a message. And the first way we did this is we broke it up into three sections. The first one is advice to live by. So this, mm-hmm. these are inspirational words that were ever written from the some of the best-known public figures. But uh, a lot of people they would recognize, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to have the Emma Bombex or Mitch Alblum or... Uh, You know, in my case, a dear friend of mine, Ozzie Smith, who's a Hall of Fame baseball player. uh, These are just things that I think will jump off the page and just grab you. And uh, other section, of course, was act of kindness. And this we really did through photographs. So when you're putting a book together, you don't have to do it just through words, because you and I both know photographs can be so inspirational and say so many words the way you look at it, and yes. uh, we feel that they demonstrate demonstrate really true acts of kindness and compassion to others. I mean, one of my favorite pictures in there, uh, and I give credit to Dave Clark for finding it. It was uh, a young woman came into a hospital, and she wanted to find out who has not been hugged in in some time. And they found a mm-hmm. woman who hadn't been hadn't seen a family member in over five years, mm-hmm. and she went up and it just shows her hugging her and, oh, the joy on her face. And, I mean, there, there are no words that can describe that. Uh, mm-hmm. And you just, it, it just grabs it. And uh, but the other one that I loved was mm-hmm. a man that's very poor in Rio de Janeiro, I believe, in Brazil. And he loves his wife and he couldn't figure out what he could give her that would show his love. But he knew she had passion for the newspaper. So Mm -hmm. when the paper would arrive in the morning, he'd go out to the small part of the driveway and he would, in a shape of a heart, put birdseed around the paper. So when she came up to pick it out, the pigeons, which is what they have in Brazil, would be going, their heads are going up and down like the heart's pumping. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's creativity. Uh, I mean,
1: that's
2: that's worth millions to him. It was pennies, but... To the wife it yeah. yeah, that showed how he
0: you know how he, how much he loved her, so those I are, love these are the kind of things that I thought really brought the
2: book and made it a different book than anything else I'd ever seen and uh you know when people do get it, I know initially they go oh, god jeff do i do I really have to buy this or do I have to read this? I go, listen, just promise me you'll look through it, and then I'll let it happen and Almost 100% of the time, they come back going, I couldn't put it down. Mm. I, yeah. I didn't you know, know a lot of, trust me, Rebecca, I know you hear that, and I'm sure you do. I was thinking that maybe the better appeal would be to be uh, a little different on how you present this book. And uh, I, I always thought Burt Reynolds handled it beautifully when he was on Johnny Carson he would really deadpan his movies. <laughs> you tell them, mm-hmm. Don't go to them. They're not worth it. And everybody would go to them. They wanted, because they loved the way he was so honest. Uh, and Carson loved that. But I, re- I, I think in this book, uh, I, I tell people just keep, keep your expectations low. And I promise you we'll far exceed them because that's mm. what's going to happen.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, I, I can hear your passion and your enthusiasm and your excitement and your um, heart and um, really connecting with people and encouraging them and supporting them in their journey and touching their heart and and um, these doses in these different ways through pictures, through inspiration, through quotes, through stories. And it's a book just full of those types of things to support the reader, kind of wherever they are, wherever they open the book to. Um, I correct. think that can be powerful. Right. We are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I'm wanting to really take in some of the... The, um sharing that jeff has um, brought to us today and some of the tips and advice and just take a couple moments and digest that um write some thoughts down that are um, being created from that maybe you had an idea pop into your heart and spirit um write that down let's, let's capture that and when we come back we'll be sharing even more to support you on your journey
0: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america explore the poetry of sam Yao. his book of poems soul's journey is a number one international bestseller sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit SamYauPoetry.com. That's sam Y-A-U, poetry.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities apply now at speaker talent com. that's speaker we look forward to hearing your message find out what's happening on the voice america talk radio network by keeping up with us on twitter you can
1: find us at voice america trn Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that moment, that pause to really take in the information and um, see when you are looking at your book, thinking about bringing it forward or speaking or being interviewed. Are you remembering to think about who's the audience, who's the reader and tailor the information that way so it can be so most powerfully received so thinking about who you're trying to reach is really really important and being open to words and to pictures and images and different ways of connecting and then one of the things that struck me from about some of the sharing that Jeff um, brought to us in the last segment um, was how impactful the short little clip that he shared with us about that woman who came to the hospital asking who had 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 such a, the longest time between hugs and they found somebody who hadn't had anyone visit her for five years. And then she went and hugged that person in that moment was captured in the, the connection, the warmth, the joy on the, on the person's being hugged. Face And that just touched my heart and I could hear the emotion in Jeff's voice and just that one little clip can really shift our perspective can really bring us back to what matters most. And it it touches my heart and I'm going to remember that share. And I, I love that this book is full of things like that, moments like that. So, on your journey, really thinking about not just content, not just information, but also how can you connect with the heart? How can you bring your message forward in a way that is impactful and really connects with what matters to your um, people that you're trying to reach on the deepest level? And I felt like that was such a exquisite example of that and uh, Jeff I'm just excited to have you here I'm looking forward to continuing our conversation but I wanted to step back from the content of that book a little bit and and talk a little bit about the journey and you, sure. you talked about this a little bit about dividing the book into different parts you're working with really close friends and sometimes when you're doing a group project or a collaboration like that it can be really great and fun it can be challenging it can be surprising it can be stretching and and I just would love um, if you would share a little bit of what that was like for you and then any tips you have for people that are looking at working with either a co-author or a collaboration kind of thing any ways that they might be able to navigate that, like you were mentioning, breaking it up into sections. So I'd love your thoughts on that and and your share.
2: Rebecca, that's a great way to position this because this really was a project that's been on for probably four to five years. And Dave uh, Clark and I had lunch all the time. And one day we decided we should get Stuart, his older brother and get involved in a book. And I thought, I need an anchor like Dave and Stu because I have A D D with no doubt in my mind. I can I get all excited and I can do it but I need someone to keep me, you know, grounded and to make sure that I follow through on whatever ideas. And this in case you feel you have the same problem that I had, you can easily overcome it if you get a partner that is uh well suited like I did with the Clark brothers because they they're very stable on that, and anything mm-hmm. I brought up an idea, they would say, okay, listen, we will dot the I's, cross the T's, and get it, but just let your mind flow, and we'll share the ideas and thoughts, and uh, essentially, that's really, it was for us, a dream combination, uh, because it made it all come through. It still took, it still takes five years, uh, because every quote's got to be backed up. You've got to get everybody's permission. Same yeah. with the photos, as you well know. And, uh, that, that's, that's due diligence. I mean, you really do have to do your homework and you have to allow that time in there. Um, if you're writing fiction, I would gather you didn't have to do any of that. But when you're doing a book like we're doing, we're using truly, uh, biographies, uh, the, the tributes, the, you know, these well-known parts of the eulogy. So you've got to get permission, of course, which we did, but that, Mm. that is time consuming. And, uh, yeah. You want to always, and, I, and Rebecca, no matter what, even though I came from the cruise industry, uh, mm-hmm. it's all very, very fortunate. I'm more like Forrest Gump. I was at the right place at the right time. I can't say any of it. I, I would always exceeded whatever my wildest dreams and whatever I achieved that I didn't expect mm-hmm. to. But I always would think, I would call it the wow factor. And that mm-hmm. would be if, for instance, Rebecca, you were on one of my ships, let's say, my last company would called Oceana Cruise Line.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I would watch for I would even have our housekeepers watch when you would leave your room, go up for your coffee, what time of day was that. We would make sure that every morning we were prepared to make your room the moment you and your husband, boyfriend, whatever or just yourself left that stateroom, we would clean it up. And so when mm-hmm. you came back, it looked all fresh and nice. And the reason you do that is the same reason why you make your bed every morning. You want a sense of accomplishment. You want to say, "All oh, I've got this done. It looks good. Now I can go on with my day. Well, I don't want it to be any different when you're on a vacation. I want you to come back and go, oh, my God, my room looks great. And I knew realized hotels can't do that. They have to wait till noon because they have to wait till people checked out and all that. So that's an advantage I had. Same thing here with the book is what we're tying in. (laughs) When you read one of the chapters here, you're going to go, oh, my gosh, I feel something I didn't feel before. I'm making Mm -hmm. me think just the way you described what I had described earlier. Mm -hmm. You you still brought the emotions up to me of this young lady hugging who was actually 100 110 years old, I think the woman was. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was, this is what you want to do. It's called the wow factor. You want to leave somebody with an impression that they didn't have and they feel like they were
1: wowed. Beautiful. I love it. Well, and I love how, uh, so thank you. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And that's a great thing. All of those, all of our, those of you who are looking to write and bring your book forward, make sure you're looking for those moments and including them. In the writing, the wow factor. I love that, the wow moment, the wow factor. And I was thinking what you shared earlier about how um, you – are different than the Clark brothers in your wiring and how you're made, and that you all viewed the differences as strengths. I thought that was really striking, and right. that you very
2: good. It's exactly yeah, right. Yes.
1: And and you played to each other's strengths, so there wasn't this expectation that um, it needs to be done differently. It was more okay, great. You know. Jeff, just flow. We're going to capture that. We'll make sure those pieces come together and we'll allow the time needed. And I think that's really powerful. I think sometimes where we can get into difficulties in a collaboration is having different expectations of each other, trying to get each other to be the way we are. But it makes a really strong um, collaboration when you can have people that are different um, and play to those strengths. So I thought that was really beautiful. And I, in that reminder, you know, you have to do your due diligence. You need to allow that time because sometimes we want things to go faster and they, they do take right. time. Um, so just some, some really key points that I feel like you shared really really um powerfully and I'd like to swing over to the cover design because the you know with the title live up to your eulogy and the um cover that you put together has this um beautiful feel and I I don't want to reveal I'd love for you to share and describe it and why you chose the (laughs) color and the design and everything that you did
2: well the uh well, not, yes, thank you. The living up to your eulogy is a it's based on a blue, I would say just a like the sky blue not mm-hmm. quite dark blue but light blue like the sky, and we have a podium with two microphones because my life was public speaking, so I always was behind a podium, and I thought this is the way I would want to present it as somebody when you're obviously at a funeral, a lot of people go up to a podium to read the eulogy and we put the halo right above the word up, um, just to make it sure that we all know everybody is, is well-deserving. And I would say that the inspiration behind this, I mean, Dave and Stuart are very creative. They really came up with that idea with us. Uh, when we were discussing what we were really trying to present it, and they said, well, why don't you present it like you do all your talks? And I said, oh, that's great. So, um, We're trying to make it a a book that is a tabletop, obviously, that Rebecca, Mm -hmm. you could feel proud about just laying down on your table. And when you look at it, you want it, you're inspired to go, I just want to pick this up for, to see another chapter. I mean, my goal is to make it hard for you to put down. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think once you get caught up in it, it does fly real quick. (laughs) You'll go, Mm -hmm. you'll go through the 110 pages in no time. Mm -hmm. But, um. That's that's really what, I mean, getting the best-selling certificate was just like a wildest dream, and we were all very grateful and thankful, and that was internationally. uh,
0: Mm -hmm. And we just knew that if we could get that decal on the book to show, give it your
2: seal of approval, our good housekeeping seal of approval, I would say, uh, Mm -hmm. that would just help endorse it. And that's something for all authors to think about. Uh, when yeah. you're putting for the book is you start off, as you know, with eBooks, which are of course a lot less expensive, but that's where you get the word out. Then it goes into a paperback format and it's up to you if you want to make it a hardback or not. It's going to be a little more costly, of course, but it, it, it is the type of book you're doing. This one we really wanted to be a hardback.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's perfect format for it. Um, and. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that because that was it's like you can see my notes here. That was my next question. Mm -hmm, Right, (laughs) I was going to ask you about that because it it was a choice to um, not just release the book, but to do it through a best selling campaign and to use that um, as an opportunity to reach more people, um, as well as get that bestseller above. And not only did you get bestseller at number one, you got international bestseller in US and Canada, 21 categories. So it was very well received, really powerful. And, and I'm curious, what That was like, because I know it's it's one thing to we're going to do it, planning to do it, let's share it. But then to do it and to have it move so quickly into that, I'm just curious what that was like for you guys.
2: What it was like was a, a dream coming true, but it shows you, as you know, Rebecca, how powerful your title has to be. Because you yeah. and I both know that's really all you have initially when that book comes out. People, mm-hmm. I think I've heard, and you, please correct me if I'm wrong, that if you're in a bookstore, you might spend, what, seven seconds when you pick up a book. You either you look at the cover, you flip it over, you look at the back to see what comments were made, and then either you're enthralled or you put it right back. Okay. So I'm sure it's the same on uh, Amazon or any of the others you get just a brief moment to capture that attention of your prospective client and uh, exactly. what's going to happen. And I'm, I mean, here I'm everybody who I've worked with on it, including the publisher told me, yes, this is going to work because of that title. And, and I said, well, that, I, I wanted to know there's a lot of meat behind that title, but yeah, the title's got to, it's got to grab them or the cover. Like you stated one mm-hmm. of the 2 you've got to grab them. So remember that when yeah. you're, putting together, and can't get not, and Rebecca, I haven't stressed this yet, but you cannot get, it's so easy to get discouraged, so easy to go, oh my goodness, we have to do this, that, this. You just have to, like you said, take a deep breath and just quietly move forward and say you can do it, because I am your true poster child for a C student. I'm going to never forget when my father, I had two brothers, both went to Barry, Colby, which college is this is a great college of Maine. My other mm-hmm. brother went to Denison and Ohio, two really good colleges. My dad looked at me and goes, Now do we really need to spend that money on you? And I go, No. Dad, we can go to Missouri. We can go to Missouri. <laughs> it's a state university and they have to take me. So he, he loved that. But that you know what, that that's exactly where I belonged and where I wanted to go because it allowed me to meet a lot of different people in different ways. And uh I think it, it it's the same I looked at when you're writing a book. Uh, you you oh. just put together the team, you, uh, the best team you can, or do it by yourself. Just trust yourself, but don't give up. Just keep Beautiful. persevering.
1: Beautiful. Just keep taking a step at a time. I know because there's a lot of steps, and especially if it's your first time, you may not even know there's another step, another step, and you kind of discover it <laughs> as, as you
2: go Right. Can oh on. my God. Yes. No. It's all. It's a new for me. I mean the cards yeah. had a little more background than I did, but that was a total new journey for me. And I and if, if I could share what I mean, I took away sure. three points after this book that I already knew but it really endorsed was number one, always be humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, be so appreciative, which I can tell you are. But you know, that is a key to doing anything in life and be kinder to others. I mean, I'm not, I'm not happy unless I've touched somebody's life every day. I don't Mm. care if it's a young girl behind the counter at Starbucks or, uh, any mail carrier, anyone I see, if I can, uh, if I can put a smile on face and do something, and I know a lot of people are like this, so I'm not anything unusual, but it makes me happy. It actually makes me uh, more grateful. And, um, Appreciate what you have in life.
1: Beautiful. I love that. And I think that's important on the journey that we remember to weave those things in that uplift us, that um, bring us forward, that encourage us on the journey and bringing the team together. We don't have to do it alone. I know that's a theme for anyone who's listen, a regular listener. We talk about that a lot, but I think it's important to remember <laughs> it's not a solo yeah. journey. You don't need to do it alone. And and you just keep taking steps and step-by-step you'll get there. And baby steps count. And um there will, there can be surprises of, oh, there's one more review, there's one more whatever it is on the journey, yeah. it is worth it to continue to pursue it to the end. And you just kind of keep taking those steps. And I know today as we're doing the pre-record of this show, you're getting ready for a book sign. So it's almost this full circle <laughs> that we've gotten yeah. to go on. No, you're talk- totally right. I-, I love it. We and- talked on the um, previous show uh, "Our empowering women transforming lives we got to talk with you pre-launch and and Mm -hmm. what that was like and and looking forward to it now it's so exciting to talk with you post-launch an international bestseller Um, all formats are now available and you are um, getting ready to sign books and I'd love for you to share just your thoughts about that as you're getting ready after the show to go do this book signing (laughs)
2: Pretty much similar to what you're doing right now, uh, I realized, Rebecca, you do this every day. You speak to a lot of authors. So my goal was when you come on here with me, because I'm even listening to the last part of the show you just did, and I thought, okay, so she does this beautifully with enthusiasm, but I want to be different. I want to make sure when she's done with me today, she goes, okay, I'm going to remember this book. He did. He, if it was just the girl hugging or whatever, I do the same thing with book signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't want a lot of attention. It's not for me. I want to make sure that whoever is in front of me, that I write something that's personalized. I used to just write, like, Dare to be Great and sign it, Jeff. And I thought, no, I can do better. Let's So I just talk to them briefly and try to pick up something that I can in that little brief conversation. And then I write it on the back of that or on that cover inside and uh, make sure that they know that it's a one-on-one. So every Mm -hmm. moment here, uh, because I know this is a brief brief moment in my life. It won't be long before you're not doing any more book signings and someone else has replaced you and you move on. That's life. Totally get it. So I would love to make sure that. Every one of the anybody who's kind enough to buy the book, I want to make sure we leave that same impression that they're going to get out of the book when signing the book for them. And, uh, you know, always if they have a nickname, I use their nickname or whatever it is. Mm. But um, yeah, so uh, anything I do in life, again, as I took back, even when you're running a cruise line, you want to leave an impression and you want to make sure it's a positive one. And something that you haven't thought of, uh, do that and, and oh my goodness, this is fantastic. I didn't know that was gonna happen. So I wanna know if you're a vanilla latte girl. Yeah, I don't even want you to have to ask for it by the second day. We should mm. know that. That's it, 'cause you're not gonna change. That's what you love. You already brought you're bringing that to us. So yeah. I just we just pick up on it. No, there there's Rebecca, there's her vanilla latte, let her read her, you know, book or paper or whatever. That's the same yeah. here. We want it
1: beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I love that. I love your excitement. I love how deeply you care about truly connecting with people and impacting them in a positive way. So thank you so much for for sharing. We are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do that, listeners take a moment to really take in everything that is speaking to your heart, to your spirit, Um, perhaps some ideas that are um, bubbling up as as we talk with Jeff, and we'll continue our conversation in just a moment.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit poetry.com. That's sam SamYauPoetry.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice
1: America TRN. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that moment to process and receive. I find it amazing what a difference just one minute, two minutes can take when I'm willing to be still and process, breathe, take in what serves, release what doesn't. I'm able to move through the day in a more peaceful way positive, mindful way. So I hope that you take those moments throughout the show. I encourage you at the end of the show to also take a moment to do that as well, so that before you rush into the day, you're taking a couple moments for you to center, to focus, to bring forward mindfully and purposely what serves. And one of the things that struck me by that uh, Jeff shared in the last segment was how committed he is to making a personal connection and really touching someone in that way that they're willing to lean in and um, purchase those book. And he wants to show kind of that same care and connection with them that every day it's important that he uh, touches someone's life and, and it does so in a positive way. And I love, again, this full um, integration of who he is and, and what he's doing and the book and how it's being brought forward. And I think those are things to look at. As for life, as well as for books and messages and things we're looking at and moving forward. I I always think that, you know, today we have this moment, we have this moment while we're connected here, you're listening, we're um, connecting in on this conversation, I'm planning on tomorrow, I have all kinds of plans, I'm a planner. I like to build things, I like to move things in a direction. However, I know all of that isn't guaranteed. What I know is I have this moment in time right now, and I want it to be, um, bring all that I can, I want it to be the most impactful it can. If I never have the opportunity to connect with each of you again, I want this to serve you. And I want to bring everything I've got to the table. And I feel like I'm hearing that in so much of what Jeff has been sharing. And I think it's such a great reminder to us to to not hold back, to not hold it, treat it like a dress rehearsal, but really, let's show up, let's bring it all, let's bring our best forward in, in the books we're bringing forward and the messages and in the contact day by day interaction that we have with people. And um, that just, Jeff, I appreciated that reminder and, and you sharing from that place with us. And I wanted to make sure as we are bringing our time together to a close, that there's a way for people to keep that connection going. There's a way for them to um, continue and go to go with things to a deeper level with you. So not only we have this powerful moment that we're connecting, we're learning and we're growing together, but that they can keep that going. So with that, one, can you share where can they get the book? I know we've been talking about it. We've mentioned Amazon a little bit, but I'd love for you to give the full official title and the best way to find the book.
2: The full official title is Living Up to Your Eulogy. And if you go to to livinguptoyoureulogy.com, there's a link that would take you right to Amazon. Or you can go to Amazon.com and just search for Living Up to Your Eulogy, and you'll see it there. And they will offer you three, all three choices, ebooks, paperback, or the hardback. And if you Perfect. do the hardback, I promise you, if you ever run into me just on the street, but you have no idea what I look like, you come up to me, I'll sign it. <laughs> but uh, I would say uh, that's the easiest way to get it right now is Amazon. So you can, perfect. again, you can go to just the book's title, Geology.com, and the link will take you to Amazon or just go to amazon.com.
1: Perfect. And we are releasing your picture with the the um, oh, there episode. You go. They, so they will see me. They, yeah, they'll know what you look like and they can, they can look for you. So that's perfect. Sure.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll be that. out there.
1: <laughs> and yeah, then this is, this is um, what is the best way for them to connect with you and go deeper? Um, yeah. I know that you're involved in so many things, and some of that yeah, may spark an interest or want to connect deeper.
2: <laughs> they'll be more than happy to. It's, it's Jeff Drew 53, 53 at Yahoo.com. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Great. And then reflecting back on our conversation, is there anything on your heart and your spirit around either the book or just advice in general that you would like to share with our listeners today?
2: Well, I would say that the one thing that I, I, again, that I really feel that I came away with, um, and it was one of the final chapters where we call it Lives Well-Lived and I want to make sure that I'm one of those, but be more grateful for the blessings you have in your life. That is really my takeaway. Um, mm. We're always looking at what we can't do or can't achieve, or and especially now in today's society. That's why we think this book, for both the Clark's and myself, is perfect timing because we think the the country really needs this. The world needs something positive, and this is what that is. And. If you ask me, Rebecca, to sum up in one sentence, I would say be more grateful for the blessings in your life. That to me mm-hmm. is really, that would be my powerful point.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And I think that's that's a great thing that we can even reflect on at the end of the show. So when we take those couple moments before we we rush off to the next thing, really take in a moment and what are, what are some things we're grateful for and we want to acknowledge and just breathe in and appreciate as we get ready to step back out in the world. Thank you so much. One of the things I'm grateful for and appreciate is you taking time to uh, join us today. We're excited about your book, All the Hearts and Lives, that it is touching. I do encourage all of our listeners to lean in and um, get a copy. I know it's something that will support and uplift you and encourage you. And I feel like we always can use more of that on our journey And I love that you've designed it to be on the coffee table. So easy access, top of mind, so that we can uh, tap into that resource. So thank you again for joining us today. And I hope you have an exquisite and powerful, connection-filled book signing event. And uh, listeners, thank you. you. Absolutely. Listeners, thank you for joining us today. Um, Take a couple moments and really think about what are you grateful for? What are you appreciating and thankful for? And bring that energy with you throughout the day. Have an amazing week and I'll look forward to talking to you next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the author's
2: journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the author's journey podcast every Monday on the voice America variety channel. And until we talk
0: again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward.